Welcome NEC fans and thank you for joining us in our first NEC Overtime Pod for the 2023-2024 academic year. We are pleased to be joined by our SAC Executive Board and we'll dive into discussion around transitioning back to school. So let's hear what our student athletes have to say. Ali, can you just share with us um, one thing that you missed most about campus life while you were away and um, how excited you are to experience it all again in the fall? Yeah, I mean, I miss seeing my teammates every day. I think that as student athletes, we're so used to seeing our teammates like probably six, seven days a week. So just not being able to have those conversations every day um, is sad over the summer. So I'm excited to return to those conversations. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this school year to start again. I love the start of the school year, a fresh start. So and just see all those people that you're so close to again. For you guys, just all us student athletes, anybody, you know, obviously can jump in and answer this. Is it is it like common for you to keep in touch with with your team while you guys are in the off season? Um, what are those connections like? Is it is it more like you pick up right where you left off when you jump back on campus, or um, is it a type of thing where people are kind of graduating or transferring, and um, you know, it's a little bit harder to stay in touch? I just want to hear from you guys what it's like. Um, and keeping those connections, those friendships, those relationships with your with your teammates while you're in the off season. I, I can go. Uh, so I think uh, for my team and my sport specifically, it's pretty easy to stay connected because we are competing three seasons uh, out of the year. And then obviously we have summer training. So, you know, our team, we have our group chats over the summer. A lot of us try to meet up uh, during the week to get some runs and workouts in. Uh, so really, you know, in a lot of ways, it doesn't feel like we ever become disconnected, especially over the summer. We're always in communication. We're always, you know, talking about how training is going, how life is going. Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're all teammates, but we're all we're all friends too. It's, uh, you know, it's a very tight-knit community um, with the guys on my team. So, you know, we're, we're all very close year-round. Um, I'll also answer. Um, my team, I play water polo and water polo is such an international sport. So like my team, I have people from all around. Like I have people in Australia, I have people in Spain, I have people in Hungary. Like it's crazy. They're like from all over the place. So, um, keeping in touch is definitely weird. I mean, even California, it's like keeping in touch is definitely weird. Um, but there are definitely like, um, Riley said, planning those trips and like just keeping in touch in group chats, FaceTime calls, texts. And I mean, there definitely are those friends you don't talk to like every single day or every single month even like, and you go back on the first day and nothing ever changed. You just like pick up right where you left off. So yeah, it's really great. Awesome. Go ahead, Diego. So kind of going off of Anna, FDU is kind of the same way. Most of our teammates are all international and foreign. So it is kind of hard with time differences, but you know, we have our team group chat that we just kind of just send videos and pictures of what we're up to and so that's kind of how we stay in the loop and you know being while we're all across even the country too it's been good this summer to like catch up with some of the guys who got to come visit and then get to play in some tournaments or play against each other in some tournaments which has been nice so yeah it's very cool um so it seems that um your teammates are the one thing that you guys miss uh quite a lot quite a, quite sorry your teammates is something you miss um, while you're away and back home. Um, and that's a big part of, you know, the student athlete experience. And is, is, is you're in the locker room, you're, you're on the field, you're on the court, you're on the track all together, you're in, you're in the pool. Um, so that's awesome. Is there anything else that um, I'm going to open the floor to that's, you know, any of you missed uh, about campus life while 
you were away and in, in your time off um, and ex excited to experience back um, this upcoming year? I would have to say the routine of just everything at, at college is, is pretty consistent. So I think transitioning back to off campus is a little bit different, sort of finding that other routine that you might have. So yeah, I, I am excited to get back to the normal sort of college routine and, and how things look on that front. That's so true. I mean, like the one thing that like my aunts and uncles will ask when I see them at a family dinner, they're like, are you excited to go back? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just excited to get back into routine. I guess I like wake up either like super late in the day and I'm like, oh shoot, now I have to work out. Oh, now I have to go to work. And it's just like, everything is so scrambled. So yeah, definitely getting back into routine. I'm so excited for. Yeah, as much as I hate to say, I do miss my 7 a.m. practices and just having that structure of I'm up at seven, I have my whole day planned out and then, you know, getting to that. I think summer break's nice, but at the same time, you kind of, need some structure sometimes just to keep you going. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, guys. Uh, Riley, what's one thing that you've learned about yourself during the offseason that uh, you believe will positively impact your performance um, on the track this fall? So I think one thing that I've really come to realize, uh, you know, over the summer is that, you know, you can't be afraid to push yourself. Um, you know, it's important to you know, one thing that uh, that one of my trainers says is to, you know, not not pop the bubble, but push it. Um, you know, it's important, you know, as athletes to challenge ourselves daily. Um, you know, we have very demanding sports, um, you know, competing at a division one level. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough on the body. It's tough on the mind. And in a lot of ways, it's supposed to be. So you just really have to you know, mentally and physically prepare yourself for that, especially over the summer when you have that time to, to really train and, you know, and to really get into it. So I think, yeah, one thing I've really realized this summer is like, don't be afraid to kind of go for it, to push the limits. And then, you know, hopefully we'll reap the rewards uh, during the season. So, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but even just, just pushing yourself in general, uh, it's always good to, you know, test your limits and, you know, see what you're, see what you're made of. That's really awesome. I, I really like how you put it, right? To push the bubble, but not pop it. And as student athletes, you have this pressure to, to perform at, at, you know, at your best at every competition, as well as in practice, you know, and then the same thing to do that in the classroom. And then the same thing to do that, um, you know, socially and keeping up with your family and then the new friends that you meet. And as leaders, you know, you got to, you know, be able to professionally lead your teammates. And then as Diego mentioned earlier in the first part of this call, you know, your mental health, like, how do you, how do you guys, do you guys have any methods, any strategies to, to push the bubble without popping it? Like during season, I'm sure it's very focused um, on, on your performance on, on the, you know, in competition. Um, is there, do you guys have a way of changing that approach in the off season, in the preseason, um, you know, or is it, or is it just, something that uh, one strategy you have for all aspects of that season. What are some ways you guys manage to push without popping that bubble? I would say to just continue like checking in with yourself. I think that oftentimes we not expect people to check in on us, but 
like we don't check in on ourselves enough so i think that sometimes like being able to sit for a couple minutes or 30 minutes or an hour and just like really like think about how we're doing and how we felt about the week or how we feel about the upcoming week um i found that very helpful just like sort of keep myself in check and make sure that like i'm able to give the best to to what i'm doing athletically academically and, and to the people that i'm around so just giving yourself that time to to think yeah i think for me the biggest thing for mental health is you know finding something that relaxes you for like this year i was for me it was reading and just you know sitting down for 30 minutes just to like clear your mind and not really think about the outside stresses you're just focused on what you're reading and seeing how that can help you and definitely i think reading self-help books does help you in improving how you handle situations and manage stress will help you relax and you know finding ways to breathe is probably the biggest thing i would say is learning how to breathe in the correct manner would help you so i think kind of going off what diego said you know doing something that relaxes you but also you know something that you can do to sort of keep yourself in check like Ali was talking about is self-reflection uh so one way that I do that is through journaling um you know I just take a few minutes before bed each night write down whatever I'm thinking whatever I'm feeling it's just kind of a way to unwind at the end of the day take some of the mental pressure off of yourself um and then you know you could maybe go read it back see what you were thinking and evaluate um so I think that's just a just a way to kind of keep yourself in check while also you know, kind of taking some of the pressure off yourself. Awesome. Go ahead, Anna. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, like, I think this summer I've just been working so hard on, like, prioritizing my strength. And, like, that's not just physical, but mental, too. And, like, going home for break, it's so easy to, like, get out of the groove. But, like, with all the hours in the day, I've kind of just, like, like found time and not be stressed with all the hours in the day and like actually just take time to like reflect like you've all been saying and like really focus on my mental strength and like what works for me to like make me feel good and like I'm excited to be able to like take that into the school year for me because every year it's different you can't reading a book doesn't help every single year like you have to find something different that like will be your outlet sort of when you're back at school and like really like pedal to the metal so yeah it's just been nice to like find time for yourself and like find what makes you happy like outside of your sport awesome some really cool cool answers and ways that you guys managed to push without popping um Diego I just want to ask uh is there something that you've learned um or discovered about yourself during the off season that you believe is going to positively impact you uh going into this year um, so kind of what I learned about me is that I think I sometimes doubt myself and my capabilities. And this offseason has shown that when I don't doubt myself and I really put in the work and push my limits, like without bursting the bubble, as we've said, you can achieve so much more and grow so much more. And I think it's about, it's all a mindset. Sports is all a mindset. Academics is all a mindset. And when you can create a mindset for yourself that is positive and you're positive, really enforcing yourself, putting a support system around you you're able to achieve. And I think that's what I found through this offseason is that I've built such a strong support system within not only my family and friends here that have helped me grow this offseason, but also within myself is knowing that, you know, no matter what I put my mind to, it's going to come in the outlet that I want it to. And, you know, just taking the time for myself to realize that and taking the time for myself, even 
I also learned that you have to take care of your body. And, you know, when you're injured and stuff, you have to be able to say, I need to take a break. I need to step away from the sport I love for a day or two, just to make sure that I'm physically and mentally ready to go back into it and not, you know, further my injury or further, you know, hurting anything else. So I think, you know, just that kind of mindset is just very important. And just forming that mindset was my biggest, I think, achievement over this off season. So. Awesome. Great answer. What are some resources, support systems uh, that you're going to utilize to help you with your academic and your athletic uh, success for this upcoming year? Are there things on campus that you haven't used before that you might uh, try out this year? So Stonehill just hired a new SWA. Her name's Caitlin. She came over from Providence College. Uh, so we're super excited to have her. I've sat down and chatted with her a couple times. She's a very nice woman uh, and she's going to oversee SAC this year as well. So I'm really looking forward to working with her and just, you know, seeing how we can best help other student athletes on campus. For me, um, I know my school, like we, they offer like just tutoring. I mean, inside of uh, academics, it can get hard that balance that we always talk about. Uh, yeah, it can definitely get hard. So, and it's like, it's not bad to ask for help if you're struggling, like not everyone has it figured out and that's totally fine. So I think asking for help, asking for tutoring, asking for like whatever help from your teachers, I think it's so important. I mean, even bringing like your coaches into that kind of conversation, like your coaches are the ones kind of pushing you. So like, it's like good to open up to them about how you're feeling about how you're maybe struggling or whatever. So I think just like keeping communication open with them is so important. And I mean, leaning on your teammates again is so important. I know that's not like a, provided by my school. I mean, I guess it is, but like leaning on your teammates. I mean, it's hard at times. You think everybody has it all figured out and everyone's really just on the same page. So leaning on your teammates and everyone around you. Yeah, yeah I would say the, the Career Center. I, I know at Wagner, we have some great resources. Um, we have someone designated to, to really help with all the resume building and finding internships and everything. And, and I found that very helpful before, and I will continue to utilize that. Just being able to, to meet with someone like every two weeks or something and, and be able to make those updates. Whereas it's like, it's something that you wouldn't necessarily like think to go and set aside time to do. So being able to have someone that you can go to and they can help you with that, um, help you with finding internships or maybe finding jobs, whatever it is has been very helpful. So I'm excited to use that again this year. Awesome. Anna, um, are there any specific academic or athletic goals uh, you've set for yourself this semester? How do you plan to stay accountable and track your progress toward these goals? Um, one of my big goals, academic, I was the, um, I've just been on the honor roll. I've been on like the for my conference, the all Amer all conference academic team. So I mean, like that's a huge goal. And it doesn't just reflect on me, it reflects on my team, which I really like. Like being in a group sport, the way I like what I do matters to everybody else. So yeah, um, to keep myself accountable. I mean, like I said, just like using my resources, leaning on those around me and, and like not being scared to ask for help if I'm struggling, so yeah. Awesome. 
Diego, how about yourself? Do you have an academic or athletic goal that you've set for yourself this semester and how you plan to stay accountable to track all of this? Yeah, so kind of what I'm looking at for my academic goal, um, I just started my first internship. So that's kind of a big thing for me is being able to be able to handle and manage being an athlete, having an internship, doing all the stuff that I'm involved in. But for me, just holding myself accountable is just making sure I'm staying on top of things, being organized, planning ahead. And athletically, my goal for this semester, since we're in preseason as being a spring sport, is just to continue growing and, you know, being physically stronger, I think is what I, area I'm trying to work on the most is making sure that, you know, I'm working on my speed, my physicality on the court. And through that, my accountability is going to be just, you know, holding myself accountable. And like I said, through the support system I've built, I think those people will also be holding me accountable throughout the year. So in the semester, so that's kind of my goals for this year. Awesome. Um, best of luck in your in your internship. It's always an exciting but like, you know, hard thing to do um, as a student athlete just because of how busy you are. And uh, I, I feel like there's, this, you know, a couple of times it's been mentioned, but Diego, you mentioned it again, right? The organization aspect. So I just want to ask, and this is for all of you to answer, what are some ways that you stay organized? Are you guys you know, in, in, in an era and in a generation where we're like, we have our phone as a tool, like, is this like an eye calendar thing? Do you guys write things out in, you know, um, a planner or an agenda? Or do you have it, you know, on a whiteboard on the wall? Like, what are some ways that you guys all stay organized um, in the midst of all this craziness and, and, and you know, pedal to the metal, as Anna said, um, time of the year? Uh, I love my Google Calendar. I love it. I like all my events, all my practices, everything's on there. Like all my calls, all my, like I babysit in the summer and my job, everything um, it's on there. And then when we kind of get more into the swing of like academics, I have a planner, like a physical planner and I love it. I write like all of my um, assignments down, like staying organized is so important because it's so easy to miss those like key things. So yeah, I try to do it everywhere I can because it can get crazy. Yeah, I'm like Anna, I have a to-do list. Um, I definitely love making lists and making sure I have the checkbox. So I think it's just that reassurance that once you check it off, you're like, okay, it's done, it's out of the way. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing is making sure you, like Anna said, having several platforms that you can use to hold your accountability is good for organization and stuff like that. Yeah, I would say it sounds very small, but like as soon as I hear about something happening, I try and write it down, write it down in my calendar, even if it's a maybe, I still write it in because it's just best to keep it in there. Even if it's like a call with a friend or something, I just everything goes in there. So it just, it's nice because it, it helps me to continue showing up in all aspects of my life, like to, to sport, to academics, to people that I'm close with. So that's been very helpful. Just insert everything in the calendar and then it's, and then it's there. I agree. Just putting everything right in the Apple calendar, color coordinating everything, just so you have everything sort of lined up. Uh, pretty simple. I also use sticky notes too, kind of old school, but can't go wrong with a good sticky note to, uh, to remind you for something. I love it. Um, part of that, asking that part of the question is kind of for my enjoyment too, right? Because uh, as a student athlete, I wouldn't say I was the most organized, but I was somewhat organized. And then when I graduated and got a job, I was like, okay, I have to be organized. 
So I do like the eye calendar at Diego, right? Like there's nothing more satisfying than checking off that box, right? Because it's just out of your head. Like it's done, like you're done with it. And then I'm the same thing, right? I got like 40 sticky notes on my desk right now. Just, so it was just cool. I like to hear that. It's awesome that all of you guys are organized because um, you're being pulled in so many directions. In the classroom, assignments, which building do I got to go to? Practices at this time on this day, but different time on that day. Um, you know, then you're, you know, traveling to two states away and, you know, it's just a lot going on. And so that's awesome that you guys stay on top of that. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, others uh, who will be watching this will, will, you know, maybe take some note and and, and see what works for them. Um, it's cool that you guys, you know, the era of cell phone and computers, put it right into your Google Calendar and then also um, to write it down. Uh, as soon as you hear it, write it down um, so that, you know, you can remember. And that, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing, guys. Riley, um, what's a specific academic or athletic goal that you set for yourself this semester? So uh, for me, besides, you know, staying healthy and staying accountable and staying responsible for myself, uh, just having fun. Uh, you know, it's my last year in the NCAA. So uh, I just want to make sure I'm enjoying it. Um, that's sort of something I've been trying to prioritize uh, for the last year or so. Um, and I find whenever I'm enjoying myself and having fun with my training and my competition, that's usually when I see the best results. And that's usually when I feel the best, you know, mentally and physically. Uh, so just, yeah, having fun, just enjoying it, enjoying the process. Uh, that's, you know, that's been a big thing for me recently. Uh, just to go off of that, right, the emphasis of having fun, right, especially at such a high level, Division One athletics, it can, it can feel taxing, it can feel like a job more than it is a, a sport that you started playing because you enjoyed it and had fun. Um, how do you guys do that? How, like, I know for myself, just as an example, so you can kind of see where I'm going with this thought, like, when it felt like it, it wasn't fun and we, you know, whether the team is going through a rough patch in the season or there's just issues um, going on or whatever it might be and it doesn't feel fun. I know one thing, I grab a couple of guys on the team and we, I played soccer. So we would just juggle the, the ball out on, you know, Diego knows North, North Point, that front lawn, we would just juggle and it felt fun again. And then you looked, you know, it just kind of broke that tension. And then the next practice felt that much easier. So how do you, how do you guys keep things fun when it's like feeling like you're burning out or, um, you know, the season isn't going the way you thought you're, you, or you're in a slump yourself. How do you bring back the fun? What are some ways that you guys do that? I think just coming to practice and like zoning in on walking in on what I can control in that moment. So if it, so for trap fun, we swim, bike and run. So for showing up to the pool, just showing up to the pool and just thinking about the swim and just what I need to do in that practice and kind of like blocking out everything else. Maybe if I have a test in two hours, not necessarily think about that. Uh, just thinking about what I can do at that practice um, and for my team and just being there and being fully there um, has, has been really enjoyable for me as a student athlete. And kind of going off of Ali and what you said, Adrian, it's like you said, it's like a job, but it's like, one of the coolest jobs I think that you can have is to be a division one athlete. And it's like, not everybody gets this opportunity. And I think a lot of us, and during those times of frustration, everything, we forget that there's people that wanted to get to the level that we're at and we worked and got here. So we have to enjoy every moment out of it. And at the end of the day, sports is only going to carry us so long in life. One day we could give a career ending injury. So just enjoying every moment that you get to be 
a part of your sport, a part of your team is just, I think what we have to realize. And I think that's what keeps me going is when I realize that, you know what, I'm here because I worked my butt off and all that, but I get to play the sport I love. And like you said, it's a job and it's my job now. And I get to say that is part of my life and stuff like that. I agree with Diego, you know, obviously uh, it's super important to enjoy uh, the opportunities that we get, you know, as collegiate athletes and sort of to build off that, just to be grateful for the opportunities as well. Uh, like Diego said, not a lot of people, you know, get to the level that we do. Um, and even people on our level, uh, we get injuries, you know, we have setbacks, things happen in the sport, outside of the sport. Um, and, you know, things aren't always going to go your way. So when they do, and when you're having a good day, whether you, you know, you just had a good workout or you did well on an assignment or anything, I mean, you really have to just be grateful. And even, even for the bad days too, like a lot of times it could be a lot worse. You know, there's always a way that something could be worse and something could be better. So just to be grateful that you get to experience it uh, in any capacity, I think is something that that is super important uh, for student athletes and, and just anyone in general. Yeah, I agree. I think a big one for me is also just like giving yourself grace. Like, like Diego said, like we've worked so hard to be where we are now and like the work's not over, but I mean, still like you're like sometimes everything feels like a lot and you're so stressed out and like you feel like I struggle with like super like imposter syndrome I'm like I shouldn't be here I should be doing something else or like I could be doing this I should be doing that and it's like I'm here for a reason and like um I think giving yourself grace is like super important and like another thing that also helps me personally is like just learning to say no like I am such an overbooker and I'm like I'm like, I'm going to school in New York City. I need to have fun with everyone. I need to like go see the Statue of Liberty tomorrow or else like I didn't go to school in New York City. And it's like such like a thing. I overbook my schedule so much. And then I end up like disappointing myself or disappointing friends because I have to say no at some point. And like, you just have to prioritize yourself, your sleep, your just peace of mind. So yeah. Amazing. Um awesome all of you with um, amazing input there and I, I just want to say like do you take you know and, and it kind of comes back to that self-reflection when you find yourself in those moments remind yourself what you guys just shared here you know that you guys all work so hard to be where you're at and when it's when it's you hitting a bump in the road or um, give yourself that grace put yourself you know um, into that mindset that hey you know you're here for a reason and 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 it's to have fun as well as compete hard um, and you know, it, it is one of the best, you know, jobs, professions that you can have is being a D1 athlete. Um, awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. Diego, I want to come back to you because you mentioned um, how you prioritize your mental health. Um, so I just want to ask, uh, how do you manage stress and maintain a healthy work-life balance during the school year, uh, especially when juggling uh, academics and athletics? What kind of self-care strategies do you find the most helpful? So this past year, I actually started working with our sports psychologist that we have on campus. And I think that was probably one of the best decisions I had made for myself was to say, I'm in a point that I need more than I can give myself and I need some outside resources. And honestly, what I learned through sports psych was, you know, it's about, like I said, it's all a mindset and it's about taking control of what you can control and allowing the things that you can't control not to bother you. And so for me, it was so much as, you know, reflecting and looking back on my days and being like, okay, what did I do here? What could I do here? 
And then when I realized that, okay, I couldn't have done much there, it was more like, all right, well, how am I just going to make it better for myself? Well, that could mean me just, you know, going out and going to buy myself a cup of coffee was like a way to support myself. And, you know, you really have to think about what you want and your priorities. And like I said, so for my mental health, it was, you know, I needed to make sure that what I was doing outside of the court wasn't transferring to the court. So, you know, if I had a lot of assignments had to get done, I prioritized that. And that way I could focus on volleyball when it came time to it or vice versa and stuff like that. So I think it's a matter of just finding what works for you. I mean, for me, I found that when I would have these thoughts in my head, I just created a character and that character, I would be like, all right, I called him Jerry. I said, Jerry, get out of your, my head. I don't need to talk to you right now. It's not that time or the place. And kind of just doing that kind of helps you just move past things because I found out that you are usually your worst critic and you are the person that holds yourself back the most. So if you can find the person or find a name for that person, your alter ego, and kind of just, you know, tell them and take control of that aspect because giving them a name and you telling them to stop, you take back control of what's bothering you. So that's kind of some ways I've dealt with my mental health this year. And I think it really did help. So like I said, if anybody does have mental health issues, reach out to, you know, trainers, coaches, there are resources out there to help you. And I mean, most schools are providing now sports psych. And I think it's very important that, you know, people get those resources when they need it. And Diego, I just want to say it's a very admirable thing to say that, like, you know, you kind of said you kind of got the, to the end of road yourself and you needed to, like, seek uh, just just more support. Right. And and, uh, you know, to be able to take us down that road and utilize that that resource that you guys have on campus to reclaim who you are. Right. That person that um, is, you know, going back and forth of, uh, of what's happening in your life, but to, for you to reclaim that. It, it's just very admirable for you to be that aware and to recognize when you um, are kind of getting away from who you want to be and allowing that other person to kind of be in your ear and in your head and chatter. So just thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that with us. Um, I'm sure it's, you know, it's going to be inspiring and encouraging to others to go ahead and seek those resources, especially um, at such a competitive and just crazy time of the year. Once fall starts, it's, it's head down and, and go. Um, so thank you for that. Um, Ali, how about yourself? Um, how do you manage stress, um, maintain a healthy work-life uh, balance during the school year? Uh, what are some self-care strategies that, that you find helpful? Yeah, so I found it helpful. Now, this might sound a little bit crazy, but I like to block off some time in my calendar, like for myself. So usually we would like put in calendars and put our meetings and, and everything in a calendar. But I also like to do that for time that I want to spend doing nothing so or just doing something for myself completely so I found that very helpful and I and I try and keep that there like that time cannot be like for homework or anything or studying um and just keeping that time you know however many times it's maybe two or three um and make sure that I'm like continuing to to give the best to myself that I can give the best to the people around me I found very important um, because it's really hard to show up for others if we aren't showing up for ourselves. So yeah, that's been, that's been helpful throughout college. Amazing. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I'm going to, this brings us to our, our last question. Um, I'm going to open this up to Riley. So as a college student athlete, uh, what kind of advice would you give to an incoming freshman, freshman, uh, who are about to experience their first transition back to school after a break? 
Uh, are there any tips, insights you wish you had known when you were in their position? Sure. So I think uh, one thing that comes to mind is just to not be afraid to make mistakes. Um, you know, you're moving from high school to college. It's a huge jump academically, uh, socially, athletically. I mean, there's so many things that are going to be new uh, to experience and to try. So I think to, yeah, just not to be afraid to make mistakes, you know, be, be responsible and, and, you know, know what you're going to do, but um, don't be afraid to, to try things. Um, you know, it's always good to know who your support systems are too uh, when you're doing that. So obviously you have, you know, friends on campus and your team, your team is always going to be there for you on um, sort of that built-in support system. So, you know, it's always good to know uh, who's sort of in your corner and who can sort of pick you up on a bad day. So, you know, definitely, you know, kind of pick out those people uh, towards the beginning, figure out who those people are going to be for you. And then always to, you know, stay true to yourself and your values. Um, as, as a student athlete, especially, you're going to have, uh, like we were saying, you're going to have people pulling you in every direction possible. You know, your coaches, your teammates, uh, you know, teachers, uh, your other friends, I mean, family, everyone's going to be telling you different things. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think it's really important that, you know, take, take everything you hear, um, you know, listen to it. But, uh, you know, when you're making decisions uh, and when you're trying to decide, you know, who you are and, and what you want to do with your life, you know, big questions like that, always know that you'll always make the right decision because uh, it's a decision for yourself. So yeah, trust yourself. Uh, you know, you have a lot more power than you think. Um, so once you realize that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really powerful. It's really important. So uh, yeah, listen to, listen to others, always listen, but um, also of course, listen to yourself because uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're going to wake up with yourself. You're going to bed with yourself. Uh, so you have to, you know, you have to trust yourself. You have to love yourself. Amazing. Thank you. Um, and how about yourself uh, as a college student athlete? What advice would you give to incoming freshmen who are about to experience their first transition back to school after a break? Any tips, insights you wish you had known when you were in their position? Um, I mean, going off kind of a point I said earlier, like giving yourself grace, like you are there for a reason and you were chosen to be there for a reason. And like, we've all worked so hard and like, like the fun starts now, like it's so fun. And like Diego was kind of saying, like, it's the best job ever. Like, it's so cool. And, um, yeah, like you don't need to be super worried, you're there for a reason. Like, and you were also just coming back from summer break, like everyone else, everyone else was going on break. Everyone else was traveling. Everyone else was doing the exact same thing. And you weren't the only one having that transition. And kind of like Riley was also saying, like, find the people that you want to be in your corner. And like freshman year is also so cool because everybody in your class is in the same boat as you. So everyone wants to find friends and everybody wants to like have fun with each other so I think it's like super important to stay true to yourself like Riley said too like I mean yeah that's pretty much it amazing thank you Anna Allie how about yourself uh what kind of advice would you give to incoming freshmen who are about to experience their trans transition back to school for the first time yeah I would say that there are so many opportunities there's so many opportunities for college students and for student athletes so just be open for new experiences because with, with college sport, you, there's opportunities are endless. So, but also proceed with caution, I feel like as well, because there are so many things that you can do, but just be honest with yourself and, and what you can take on. Um, and I would also say something that 
possibly can be helpful as well as to try and find a mentor or early on. Um, I did that my freshman year and I found someone that I really kind of aspired to be like. She was a, a senior. I was like, wow, I'd love to do some of the things that she did throughout her time in college. And I talked to her quite a bit when I was a freshman. So to be able to have that person that you can form that relationship with uh, and really sort of work towards and, and aspire to be a little bit like them, that's been really helpful throughout college. And just someone to hold, hold yourself accountable as well. Thank you, Ali. And uh, last but not least, Diego, as a college student athlete, what advice would you give to incoming freshmen who are about to experience their first transition back to school? What tips and insights would you um, wish you had known when you were in their position? So I think it's really important for most freshmen going in to know it's going to be a big change and you're going to be experiencing things that you didn't think you'd you know, experience. You're going to go through difficulties. You're going to go through hard times. But those changes are what molds you into the person you're going to be in your future, in your career. So take the opportunities that are given to you, make the most of the experiences that you have, and just enjoy every aspect because you don't get to do it again. And I think you forget that in the moment, but it's your one time to be a freshman. It's your one time to be at a new school, you know, and it's this new connections you're forming with everybody. So I say, you know, just be open to change because every year is different and every year you're going to be a different person whether you're maturing or, you know, learning new things about yourself that are going to make you a better person or a better version of yourself, take it and take it with a grain of salt or, you know, use that to be the best athlete you can be or the best, whatever you want to be in your future and stuff like that. So I say, just make the most of your experience. It's going to be a fun ride. So. And on that note, uh, that is all the time we have today. Thank you, NEC fans, for watching and spending time with our NEC SAC Executive Board as we transition into the 2023-2024 school year. See you next time on the NEC Overtime Pod.